Welcome to the Not Your Usual Cancer podcast. My name is Lauren and last year when I was 39, I was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer. I have ADHD, I'm a creative type, an entrepreneur, Reiki practitioner and astrologer and I've run my own coaching business and membership for the last few years. I take a psycho-spiritual intuitive approach in all that I do and it was no different when dealing with this diagnosis. I knew that I wanted to do things my own way to self-advocate and combine alternative healing methods alongside the surgery and chemo. In this podcast, I'll be sharing what I've learned along the way and what helped me get through the really dark moments. It's not your usual cancer podcast because I'll be integrating the spiritual, alternative and creative approaches and changing the narrative on what having cancer looks like. I believe in empowering people to listen to their bodies and trust their intuition if something doesn't feel right. Let's experiment and find joy and fun again and release the heaviness that going through cancer can bring. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode. So this episode, I'm talking all about returning to work after cancer. So I'll share a bit about my own experience. Uh, I was actually running my own business before I got diagnosed, and then I returned to work in a hybrid position in London, uh, freelancing in marketing. So I can talk you through my own experiences after going through cancer, going through chemotherapy, and then the sort of healing journey, and then, yeah, the actual return to work, and just some tips and insights that I got along the way that may be helpful for you if you are planning your return to work, or if you've just been diagnosed, or if you know someone who has been. Okay, so as I said, um, I was going through chemotherapy. I went through four cycles of Capox chemo for bowel cancer. Um, and chemo affects everyone really, really differently. So I think something I've said before is definitely don't compare your cancer journey to other people's cancer journey or how you respond or react to things. Um, I know people who have gone through chemo and just carried on working almost as though you know just feeling a little bit tired but as though nothing was happening whereas for me I absolutely could not do that I was yeah it was like having really really extreme morning sickness um zero energy and especially with the last two cycles sort of cumulative I didn't want to believe people when they told me that it would be cumulative but it was um in terms of the level of fatigue. So by cycle four, I was just exhausted all the time, even though I was sleeping like 12 hours overnight. Um, so my experience was that I wasn't able to work whilst I was on chemotherapy. And before I got diagnosed, I was running my own coaching business. So it really was quite flexible in terms of I was able to wrap up with my clients, um, just sort of close things down and give myself uh you know leave of absence um and if you have you know a, a full-time job or a part-time job or whatever it is that you're doing um after you've been diagnosed I would definitely say it's worth planning to be off for chemotherapy um and putting you know 
putting things into place to enable that to happen and I'm sure you know your company or people you work with would expect that so um while some people do carry on working through chemo I would say that's probably less likely (laughs) um I would say you know it really depends on your relationship with your work whether you really love your job you you know your work is part of you or whether you do a job that you're quite happy to not do for a few months Uh, so it really depends on your relationship to your work but I do know I've spoken to a few people who have found that keeping in touch with work colleagues and returning to work even part-time was really important for them in terms of reclaiming a part of their identity that they felt cancer had taken away sort of moving away from those endless hospital visits and medical stuff and actually having something else to focus on so it's definitely worth thinking like yeah how important is your work to you um you know you might have a set of colleagues that you just really consider friends and want to carry on spending time with so after you got diagnosed probably work isn't going to be the first thing in your mind but when you've had the chance to process things um yeah I would definitely recommend planning to have time off um and yeah it's worth asking your employer like how flexible they can be with things rather than having something set in stone maybe having some flexibility to it um I do think keeping in touch you know if you've got colleagues keeping in touch for me it was keeping in touch with clients and with people I work with um keeping in touch with my network like that was important to me just to keep track of what was happening and sort of take my mind off all of the medical stuff so that was probably not straight away I think it was probably after I'd been through the surgery um recovered from the surgery and I suppose yeah before I started chemo I had reached out to a few people and done a little bit of work and then whilst I was on the chemo it was really just a case of keeping in touch with people um and I would say to wait and see what what effect your treatment has on you um before if you can before making solid plans like I said keeping it flexible where possible um it affects us all so so differently so yeah whilst you may plan to be off you may actually find that if you're if you adapt to having chemo really well you might find that you actually want to continue working especially if your company if you're able to work uh, remotely work from home um for me I found i just felt on chemo I just felt too um yeah unable to focus too poorly um just lack of energy so all I really did when I was on chemo was mainly stay at home go for very short walks uh watch series on Netflix listen to audiobooks um and you know a lot of the days I wouldn't get up till sort of later in the morning um or I'd get up with my son and then see him off to school and then go back to bed so so yeah I really didn't do much whilst I was on chemo at all um so it's definitely about prioritizing your your well-being and and as I said don't compare yourself to others um just because maybe you know someone who worked through the whole thing or you know they got loads of compliments for just carrying on it definitely doesn't mean that's what you need to do um you know your wellness obviously has to come first uh you know without focusing on your health first there's no point focusing on anything else so definitely focusing on your wellness Uh, and when you do get to the point where maybe you're you know coming up to your last cycle or you've 
finishing active treatment or you've just finished um, it's definitely worth thinking about you know what do you want your return to work to look like find out if it's possible to start part-time and gradually build up your hours so I finished chemotherapy right at the end of December last year just around Christmas and then I was actually not planning to start working until maybe April May time um just sort of with the you know with as spring sort of started to come through and the weather started to be less awful that was what I was thinking because I was quite affected by the colder weather on the kind of chemo that I had um so I I was just imagining myself being wrapped up inside um but actually I a job role came through a freelance marketing job role came through and this was at uh, sort of the end of February and I thought hey that sounds really good I'm actually just going to apply for it and just see what happens and and literally um, yeah I had no expectations around it um, actually just before I'd seen that job role I had had my CV written by someone who writes CVs um, and if that sounds like it could be of interest just drop me a message and I'll link you up with her but she basically is a CV writing expert so she takes you know you can just list out your experience and she takes it and makes it sort of um keyword friendly and you know just the format that will work through these ai cv filtering tools and all of that stuff so i'd had that done so i guess i was kind of just preparing then i saw this role um i had my brand new cv so i thought okay i'll send it off and um yeah i just approached the interview with zero expectation um by this point I was feeling okay but definitely not 100% myself it was about two months after I finished chemotherapy so all of the sort of general chemo symptoms had gone but I just didn't have yeah I didn't have full energy for sure and um and yeah I got I got the job (laughs) and I think sometimes that can happen right when you approach something from such a relaxed sort of if it happens it happens great if it doesn't that's okay if you approach it with that sort of energy that's when things sort of work out um rather than getting really stressed about it doing loads of research preparing all of the questions (laughs) so I, I certainly didn't do that so um it was one day a week in London and uh two days at home so three days a week and uh and yeah when I started back it was definitely like a huge shift for me and from you know being fairly isolated for the six months before that being mainly at home uh you know obviously a lot of hospital visits um yeah it was it was a huge shift to suddenly be on a commuter train into London at 8am on a Tuesday um and definitely those first few weeks I found it quite hard on those those Tuesdays when I was in the office to keep my energy levels up and especially I really noticed it sort of flared up my ADHD symptoms where I found that focusing was quite hard um so I I'm very aware of my ADHD and I have lots of sort of tactics and strategies that I use to cope with it and actually I think of it a lot of the time like a superpower when you know when it's channeled in the right way when you use the creative side of it and you use the sort of hyper focus side of it um but it was interesting to observe in myself that I just felt a lot of the symptoms a lot more present um 
and leaving the house was a challenge so I would definitely have to get everything ready the night before otherwise I knew if I didn't I would I I, ha- I do this anywhere where, where I go to leave the house close the door and then remember something and do that probably about five times uh, so I, yeah I adapted to the sort of brain fog by just being ultra prepared like I wouldn't normally be that prepared so I'd get everything ready the night before make sure I had all my bags ready everything I would need for the day plan which train to get make sure you know I'd put everything in place to avoid anything going wrong um yeah and just felt that that is what sort of got me through those first few weeks um and really noticed that yeah I just didn't have as much energy like when I used to work in London in my 20s I'd definitely go out after work or at least you know just meet up with friends or stuff like that but there was absolutely no way I could do that I just had to finish up at 5 30 and hop straight on a train and go home and rest well as much as you can when you've got a five-year-old at home but yeah that that's kind of how it went the first few weeks and the other two days working from home were easier because obviously I didn't have to deal with that commute with a sort of physical Um, side of it being on a commuter train from where I live in southwest London as well meant that I had to stand up a lot of the time on the commute and I did actually I did actually try wearing a baby on board badge that I had from when I was pregnant with my son because I thought there isn't really such a thing as a I've just finished chemotherapy and I don't feel that great (laughs) badge but so I thought it was okay to use it I would never you know never normally use something like that but I thought in the circumstances yeah there is no chemo badge um and I it reminded me actually of when I was pregnant with my son that no one takes any notice of them really you get the odd person that is really sweet and um does but yeah mostly people are too busy looking at their phones and doing whatever that they just don't even notice it so that was a reminder so I did find that commuting side of it quite hard because my energy levels were just quite low and um, just I suppose being aware that I probably needed to pop into the loo a bit more often than I would have done because my body was still sort of adapting post-surgery post-chemo so yeah I suppose just allowing that space for myself uh, to continue healing and just being aware of that but also remembering that I had years of experience to call on, you know, I'd done this work for many years and that that knowledge was still there. Like the the experience of going back into that role was a really good reminder of that, that I do have something valuable to contribute, that I do know my stuff. And and yeah, it's it's been overall a really positive experience. So I was in that role for six months. As I said, it was a freelance role. That came to an end a few weeks ago and uh, yeah I'm now looking for what my next sort of role is going to be uh, that I'm going to do alongside my coaching and uh, my own work but yeah overall I would say for me personally the experience of returning to work was really important really helped me reclaim a part of myself that I sort of felt I lost through cancer um I would say just beware of the brain fog there's actually studies that have shown this and done MRI scans so it was on a 
uh, a set of twins. One twin had been through cancer and chemotherapy and one twin hadn't. And they got them to do the same tasks. And then, you know, they scanned their brains while they were doing the tasks. And they found that the twin that had been through the cancer and chemotherapy, um, her brain was a lot more lit up. So it was making a lot more effort to, it was taking a lot more effort to, to do the same tasks so it's it is a thing like chemo brain is real um just like baby brain after you've had a baby but it doesn't mean that you're any less valuable or that you've got less to contribute um it just means that you need to allow yourself a bit of space um be kind to yourself just remember like all of the skills and knowledge and experience it's still there in your brain it may just take a little bit longer to access it um and I think it's worth speaking to your manager or to your HR department wherever relevant um just to be aware of that and just that you know you might need a bit more time or just for people to be aware that that could be a thing um but to still allow you to contribute um and still value your contribution so obviously depends completely what your role is what your work is but just knowing that and trusting yourself that that is all still there I I feel like when you go through cancer and you get so used to being a patient and you know having things done to you I suppose obviously by people who are you know out for your best good and helping to heal you but still you get used to being you know very sort of yeah out out of control um so yeah it's a chance in returning to work to reclaim some of that agency some of that control some of that impact that you can make um, and just being aware of that so my uh my experience was that uh as I said I was running my own business uh when I got diagnosed and then when I returned I returned freelance three days a week working for uh, a very small company in central London so my experience was that I didn't know anyone there. Obviously, when I was diagnosed, they hadn't been aware of my journey. I obviously shared shared that in my interview and they were aware. Um, but yeah, I, I suspect it might be easier in some ways if you're returning to a job that you did previously rather than starting a new one as I did. So obviously that's based on my experiences doing that um, and I would say as well, it's worth it's worth deciding or, or just reflecting on beforehand. Like, do you want to discuss it openly at work or would you rather just avoid the topic completely? And just letting, you know, your team know about that. Be like, yeah, I'm really happy to talk about it or, you know, please do ask me questions. Because for me, I I actually felt a bit strange that no one at work did ask me about it or talk about it. Um and some of them weren't even aware because, it, yeah, it just hadn't come up. Like, when do you sort of drop that bomb? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say it's worth reflecting on and being open about if you want to talk about it or maybe, you know, that that could change. You may want to just start back and be just completely work focused and just not even bring it in. Because I know it, yeah, it's incredibly difficult to talk about it and sort of switch your brain from work mode into oh yeah I've I'm a cancer survivor like it's a complete mind melt um which I certainly found yeah it's difficult to talk about it at work when you're 
in that context um so yeah just to be aware of that and I suppose yeah just make that decision and let people know so that they I think I found people kind of scared to talk about it or scared to mention it or bring it up because they don't know if they should or shouldn't so I suppose being upfront and and letting them know you might be the kind of person that's like yep I just don't want to talk about it at work I just want to be completely focused on the work (laughs) not relevant uh, or you might be like, yeah, ask me about it. You know, I want I want people to understand what I've been through. Or um, so yeah, it's it's worth just reflecting on that and deciding what approach you want to take and and being open with people as as to your stance on that, so that they know um, it can prevent quite awkward situations arising, um, especially for people who haven't been through anything like that or or perhaps they have perhaps they've been through it with a family member or perhaps they've been through it with themselves so it obviously brings up their own experiences and reflections on it so it's just something to be aware of uh, and I think the more open we are about what our preferences are then the better and we don't sort of find ourselves in a difficult situation and also it's worth being aware that uh, once you've had cancer you officially classify as having a disability Um, And there is, if you're in the UK, um, you can Google access to work and there's support from the government that you can apply for to help you adapt to whatever, you know, whatever you need, whatever your particular situation is. Obviously, I'm just talking from my experience. Um, Everyone's experience is going to be really different, but just knowing that that is there. Um, Also, just a side note, if you have ADHD, it's also available um, to support you if you need anything extra at work. Um, so yeah just google access to work or just see you know have a chat with your HR or your manager or wherever relevant just to see what support is available Um, definitely something I've learned along the way is if you don't ask you don't get and it's worth asking um, just to put you in the best position possible to to do your work and to yeah just to be able to be the most effective that you can so uh so yeah, I suppose those, that's kind of my insights around my own experience returning to work. I would say it took about, I'd say three to four months for me to feel that I'd sort of integrated and, you know, got over those first few weeks, which were quite hard in terms of just feeling really tired and oh, questioning my abilities and could I still do this and maybe I should just quit and get back in bed definitely all of those thoughts went through my mind and I think it took a few months to really process that and sort of yeah step into the role that I was doing fully so I hope that's given you something useful to reflect on Uh, and as always if you have any questions or anything I can help with then please do get in touch. that's that episode all wrapped up if you'd like to get in touch my website is lauren-jane.com on there you can find details of all the work that I do the one-to-one work that I do with clients my membership and my group program which is coming soon if you would like to drop me an email it's hi at lauren-jane.com thanks for listening